0: Let's start the show. I walked away from a dream because I trusted God. Have you ever walked away from a dream because you trusted God? This episode is going to be straight from the heart, the soul, and the flesh. Yes, I meant to say flesh because your boy was acting real fleshy the other night. Not in my actions, but more so in my emotions. I was feeling the spirit of jealousy as I questioned God on the path that he had me on in life. And your boy was just in his feels, in his fleshy feels, right? And I recently heard from my father-in-law that a midlife crisis can be a traumatic experience that transpires to erratic behavior and irrational thinking. Not to say what I was feeling the other night was a midlife crisis, but it certainly felt like a glimpse of what a midlife crisis could feel like. Now, there are a lot of new listeners, which welcome to the show. Thank you so much for choosing I Like Birds. Much love to you guys, and we're super excited that you're here. But a lot of the new folks that are tuning into the program may not know my full story, or weren't around for the early days of the pod where I shared my story about walking away from stand-up comedy because Jesus led me to follow him, write about him, and become a podcast preacher. Hallelujah. A funny podcast preacher. Hallelujah. (laughs) And before I begin, I want to ask you, have you ever walked away from a dream because you trusted God? And that could be answered even in a way in which a young mother gets pregnant with a child and puts her dreams on the shelf to raise up her kids. That can be a father joining the military to provide for the baby. That can be turning down a lucrative job in order to go into ministry full time. It looks different for everyone. Another question I'll ask you, you beautiful human. This one's a little more personal. Have you ever felt jealous, dissatisfied, and longed for that dream that you once had to be back in your possession? Or in better words, back in your everyday pursuit? So some heavy thoughts this morning, but as you know, on the I Like Birds podcast, we like to go deep with you. And if you don't know, I'm Zach Rippey, and this is the I Like Birds podcast where we shine a light on Christ through personal reflections and revelations, all while taking our encounters with him and making them public so that you can grow in your faith while I grow in mine. So I thank you for listening to this one today, and make sure you stick around until the end so that you can be filled all the way up. Don't just put 20 in your tank, put the full $55, all right? Because we are living in the Biden economy, so you're going to want to put the full $55 in even though it hurts your wallet, it hurts your bank account, hurts your soul when you look at that meeting and you just see $55 out the tank, all right? So don't just get the 20 listen to the whole episode. And uh let's throw this episode into second gear and just drive a little bit further down the road, all right? So... The other night, your boy was struggling with the jealousy, the comparison, and letting my brain fall into the mental pit of doing the what-if scenario, right? I'm sure you've done this before, uh, but for me, this was more of the what-if-I-stayed-pursuing-a-stand-up-comedy career uh, topic that just kept circling my brain where would I be what state would I be in right now what tour would I be on what opportunities would I have stumbled into that would have been life changing and oh so cool right so I was doing all that because I've been seeing my friend from the comedy days Mr. Ralph Barbosa absolutely crushing it this dude deserves all the success in the world and I was Nowhere near as funny or talented as he was. But nevertheless, this dude was just recently asked to open for Dave Chappelle at the American Airlines Center, you know, where the Dallas Mavericks play in the arena that holds 20,000 people. Oh, and did I mention working with Dave Chappelle, the GOAT, the greatest comedian of all time? And then two weeks later, I log into Instagram again and I see he's on a festival with another one of my favorite comics. Burt Kreischer, and he's going to all these amazing cities and just absolutely killing it. And then I see he even got himself a Netflix special. My man Ralph Barbosa, he's filming in August in his hometown, which is just incredible. Extremely happy for him, and he deserves every minute of the success. And it's gonna be a long lasting career. I truly believe that. And uh, it's cool because I truly believed in him from the beginning and was constantly booking him on my shows and doing my best to put some money in his pocket because he reminded me a lot of myself at that age, to be honest. He's a young father just trying to be a good dad and just figure out life while pursuing a dream. I admired the kid. I really did. And uh, I got a lot of love and a lot of respect for him. And there's probably nobody else in the comedy world I'd rather see be successful than him. So it's awesome to just be able to witness it. And ironically enough, uh, Ralph's monumental success wasn't even the straw, though, that broke the camel's back on the wave of jealousy that flooded my body that night. Right. It was thinking about. How so many other DFW comics, which is the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, uh, where I was doing comedy uh, for a couple years out here. Uh, So many of the other DFW comics that I used to do shows with and were just in my peer class and stuff like that. We used to ride together. We used to be on the same shows. I used to book them. You know, They um, are making a name for themselves out here, which is amazing, which is incredible, and I'm really happy for them. But it was just kind of wild because seeing three separate comics who were in my circle of friendships are now working at the Comedy Mothership, which is uh, Joe Rogan's new club in Austin, who's been, uh, who that's been just super successful and uh, going really well out there. So I'm really happy that Joe Rogan started that because it's really changed the game for Texas comedy and the comedy scene in general. And so the three comics are getting amazing stage time at the hottest club in America, and they're sharing the stage with Ron White, Tom Segura, Joe Rogan himself, Joey Diaz, so many others. And I'm just beyond happy for my former friends but it just got me thinking and wallowing about what could have I become where could have I been if I stayed on the path and in that pursuit right so it wasn't more it wasn't about them it was more so about me it was just like wishful thinking it's a uh, comparison it was uh, letting the enemy steal my joy and it was actively chipping away at my trust for the lord which is which was the big issue here and that's why this episode exists is because I realized it was something that wasn't of God. It was definitely of the enemy and your boy's flesh, you know. So as you guys know, on this show, we like to have something called Naked Christianity, where we don't act like the perfect Christians. We get vulnerable with you guys and act, and just be real and just be like, yo, this was a struggle this week. This is what God has been working on me uh, and tugging at me for this week, you know, so. It was crazy, man. Uh, All that jealousy and all that feeling inside my body, man, it was as if testosterone left my body. And I said to God, God, why did you remove me from comedy? Seriously, why haven't I experienced that level of success working for you? And I was frustrated at God, I was frustrated at myself, I was missing my comedian friends, I was missing the stage, I was missing the pre-show and the post-show hangouts, and I was beyond bitter at the fact that I was at home on a Saturday night scrolling my stupid phone while my friends were hanging with stars and the funniest people on the planet. And that night I brushed it off by doing some work at my desk and did my best to bury the emotions by distracting myself with work. How typical, right? Right but it couldn't be buried with work because the feeling carried over to the next day and I just couldn't shake it. And I'm not one to experience jealousy often and I've never really let the comparison thing get to me quite like this before. So I decided to humbly share the feeling with my wife the next morning at the breakfast table. Catherine spit out some wisdom at the perfect time and she said, God had to use that time to give you a new heart. All those three years you've been away, he had to give you a new heart. You used to do comedy for the wrong reasons, and maybe he'll call you back into the comedy game one day once he's finished building up your character and showing you who you serve. Whew, my wife is good, bro. She's good. She knows exactly what I needed to hear, and she gave me that wisdom that only she could give. And my fleshy emotions about it clouded my vision of all that God has done for the last three years. My fleshy desires blocked out the blessings of God. I missed the art form of stand-up without a doubt, and I still do, currently. But I more so felt the emotion of what could have been due to the trajectory I was on when I walked away. COVID closed the door on the comedy uh, career, and when the door opened back up, God told me to stay with Him. And looking at it now with clear eyes and a spirit-filled perspective, hallelujah, I see how much of a blessing it is that I'm not in that world as much as I used to be. It was the world, it was tempting, it was dark, and it was definitely cutthroat. And I loved the stage, but I hated the politics. I love making people laugh, but I hate trying to get that stage time to make people laugh. I was gone from my family five to six nights a week, and you know I missed a lot of my second son's first year of life. Malachi, I missed a lot of his life. For the first nine months, I was gone so much. It's like, I missed so much. It was crazy. And my life revolved around comedy instead of revolving around Christ. And that's the big thing right there. That's the thing that's in bold on my notes. My life revolved around comedy instead of revolving around Christ. And even when I was with my wife and my children, my mind would be thinking of ideas and shows and setups and punchlines and premises and everything else except the person in front of me. I would have been a father who was rarely home, a father who loved to entertain people more than he loved to train his children, a husband who loved the praise of fans more than the love and adoration of his wife. And God had no choice but to give me a new heart. And if he didn't, comedy may have been the thing that would have led to my destruction. Because there are no rules when you are a comedian. You can say what you want. You can drink what you want. You can think what you want. And it's freeing, but not all freedom is a good thing. As Peter tells us, Live in freedom, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as servants of God. 1 Peter 2.16 And boy, is the enemy a liar, because I am successful with or without comedy, and I'll tell you why. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to me. First and foremost, I have Jesus, and I wear the jersey of Christ proudly. Being chosen by Christ is the biggest flex in all of history. Just ask Paul, Peter, and my main man, John i am successful without comedy because i have a wife who's an absolute fox fox and is the most gracious woman i've ever known she loves me better than a million fans could and who needs dave Chappelle? she lets me open up for her from time to time too i wait for the people in the back to get that one lord i repent if that was too far but i I, I, I had a little joke in there you know for, for the real ones you know i'm married i'm allowed to make that joke right i don't know i don't know the rules on on uh those type of jokes um in the Christian world, but we'll let it fly. We'll let it fly. Right. And I'm successful without comedy, right? I have three insanely adorable children who are absolute hams. They bring me joy. They jump up and down when I come home and they need me more than any comedy club could ever need me. I'm successful without comedy. I wrote a book that glorified Christ and opened up the eyes of the readers to the truth about Africa and humanity's need for a savior. I have a podcast that has reached over 85,000 people in the last year alone on YouTube Praise God for that. He's using me to reach people for his glory. And that's better than any opportunity any man could ever give me. I live on an abundance of land with my amazing family and I'm maturing in Christ in every season. I have a great church. I have great friends. And I know how to grill some mean chicken on the grill, y'all. Some barbecue. Like, yo, I'm next level on that grill recently. So I just want to throw that into the mix for the people in the back. So, yeah, man, success looks different for everyone. All four of those comedians that I mentioned aren't married. And I found myself asking and pondering the question. I wonder if they on a Saturday night when they're done opening up for Dave Chappelle (laughs) are scrolling their phone and see a picture of my wife and I pop up and they start feeling a little type of way about it. Right. So everything is subjective outside of the absolute truth of God. Let me say that again because this is real and I had to double fact check this, sent this to a couple friends to make sure this statement rang true. Everything is subjective outside of the absolute truth of God. So we have to remember that, right? And it's easy to get in our feelings when we don't have God's truth fresh on our minds. That's why we're we're called to renew our minds daily. So once I left the breakfast table that morning after talking to my wife and she spit out that perfect wisdom at the perfect time, I decided I'm going to be grateful for the life I am living and I'm going to go to church and I'm going to worship God for closing that door and giving me the strength and the courage to walk away from a dream in order to trust him with my life. I'm going to thank him for allowing me to be obedient. I'm going to just, it's a daily surrender. Truly being a Christian is a daily surrender. I have to give my life and my desires back to him in all seasons. I'm gifted with the ability to make people laugh. God may have closed the door on stand-up comedy, but he didn't close the door on being funny. I can forever be a funny podcast preacher and a comedy writer for the speeches and the scripts and the books that I write. There's no reason for me to wallow in what could have been when God is actively doing so much in my life, and your life as well, beautiful human. God will give you new dreams. He'll give you new desires, especially when he gives you that new heart. And I'm a living testimony of that truth. I geek out over doing this podcast. I pour out myself and everything I write for him. I'm flooded with joy when I think about all the life that he has blessed me with. So if you ever walked away from a dream because you trusted God, just know that you are not alone in that. And he will reward your faithfulness in ways that are outside your own realm of understanding. His plans are good and his promises are kept. And as Paul reminds us in Galatians, let us not become weary in doing good. For the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So giving up is not an option. You rarely get further ahead in life by starting over. And I had to ask myself this question. Is being a voice for Jesus a calling or a holy command? And since I am a follower of Christ, I will choose the latter and faithfully be obedient to His word. I will keep his commands and I will live this life trusting him enough to walk away from a dream. So I ask you, beautiful human, my friend, fellow believers in Christ, are you willing to do the same? Thank you so very much for being here. This episode is beyond special to me as it's super personal. I've learned along the journey that vulnerability is the best way to connect with people and in doing so, we have seen the fruit of that on this show. I strive to keep it real, raw, and organic. Naked Christianity is what wins souls for the kingdom, and I'm on a mission to do that by being a voice for Jesus on this podcast, on my social medias, and on my everyday interactions with humans. Help me reach more beautiful humans and share this with as many people as you can think of, and encourage them to listen until the end. Tell them to put the 55 in the tank and not just the 20. If it's your first time here, please subscribe on whatever app you are listening on. And if you're a long-time listener and you want to be better involved with this ministry, I highly encourage you to partner with us on Patreon. You will not only be a huge financial blessing to our ministry, but you will also receive early access to episodes, participate in our community conversations, and get to ask questions that will be answered on future episodes. Again, it's a huge way that you can bless the show so we can keep spreading the name of Jesus far and wide. Thank you so much for all who have already joined and an even bigger thank you for all those who are taking the time to pray for our ministry. Thank you so much to Aaron Rocamontes for partnering with us and just being a true light for us in this last season of life. Go check him out on social media. He's been uplifting in so many ways and it means so much to me that you guys support us and I can tell that God's hand's been on us big time. His spirit is guiding our show and we hope that you feel that as a listener. And don't forget to share this episode and if you see a clip posted on social media, share them on your stories or with your friends is so helpful in getting the ministry out there and even commenting on them it just helps boost the engagement and gets more people to see it so just participate with us on the socials it's really helpful and thank you for all you do for us we couldn't do what we do without you and remember even though we're reaching thousands of people we do what we do for the one all for his glory, and let's grow in our faith together. I'll see you on the next one, and catch up on the previous ones that you missed, like Eat the Word of God, or episode 146, From the Dip to the Lips with Lisa Shorts. And the next episode that is dropping is going to have my buddy Turner and Jonathan Ramos in the episode, and you're going to want to catch that one as well. So I love y'all. Have a blessed week of life. And trust God, man. That's all I got to say. Trust God that even if you have to walk away from a dream in doing so, he's going to reward that faithfully. All right, love you guys so much, and thank you so much for being here today. Cheers.